KGBs. We're on the hotline with Jules and Jodes, and it is steamy up in here. God, I love the hotline. I love the hotline. It is quickly becoming our favourite, favourite episode because we love helping good bitches out, don't we, Jodes? We do, and it's just fun. We just have a laugh with it, and it's it's the temperature for me. I know. I do love it. But you're sitting there. You're a bit flustered, aren't you? Because <laughs> your two corona's deep. You could, just, this just, girl. It's the hotline, doll. It's just on brand with the show. It's so steamy. Uh, it's so steamy, in fact. I think we just need to get straight into it. <laughs> DB says, hey girls, in the last 12 months, I have had lots of roller coaster moments with my friends. I love my friends dearly. They all have different passions and pathways in life. However, I feel like I have been disrespected multiple times by different friends individually and all in different situations. For example, a friend forgot we made plans and didn't follow through standing me up for hours. Another friend bailed on me for a man with super poor communication and didn't bother to reschedule. And another friend crossed my boundaries after I had an honest and open conversation about how I was feeling. I also just recently had another friend pull out of an interstate trip the day before and showed little to no remorse. I would like to learn to speak more truthfully with my friends. I feel like a pushover and disrespected. I think it now has become a habit for some because they think I'm so chill. I pretend that I'm not pissed off and upset about it when these things happen, but I feel so, so hurt. I sometimes avoid the little, hey, that didn't make me feel good when you did that chat because I don't want the awkward feeling or for the conversations to turn into anything bigger. I end up boiling up and I vent hard to my boyfriend instead. Any advice on how to speak more honestly or conversation starters with my girlfriends would be fantastic. Much appreciated. Oh, my darling girl. She's going through it. I hate this for her. Honestly, a couple of these situations she described, I'm like, that is not a friend. Not a friend. And also you feel like a pushover because like that's probably, can I say something? That's probably how they see you. Totally. And you're actually leave, leaving yourself wide open to be the pushover friend. Uh, I know that's a bit of tough love, but you're saying, I don't want to bring up these conversations and everything. Honey, I would treat you the same if you never did. Like, we're probably thinking, oh, Kathy, she won't care. Kathy won't care. Well, guess what? Kathy cares. Exactly. <laughs> what's, you know what's what? your advice? It's time for Kathy to bloody start caring because it's the disrespect for me. Like, I don't know about you, but. I would feel some type of way. I wouldn't feel good treating a friend like this. And I can sort of sympathize with how you feel because one of my besties is a really chronic people pleaser. And we've had to work through it um, on several times when she's felt, you know, disrespected or let down by certain people in her life. And, you know, she hasn't had the balls to sort of Uh, assert how she's feeling because she's so avoidant when it comes to conflict and I Mm -hmm. think that's what you need to be honest with yourself GB is there might be a bigger issue here when it comes to conflict like if you look at your life you know I would say that this carries through to even your workplace as well other scenarios that you are not confident in asserting yourself and there's a deeper issue there I think that 
needs to be looked at because you deserve to be treated a lot better than this. You deserve to feel empowered in your relationships, right? Um, and honesty is so important when it comes to those close friendships. But for someone like this beautiful GB who struggles, how do we help empower her to have those hard or difficult conversations that so many listeners can relate to? Uh, I can relate a hundred percent. I've actually been, well, I've been on both sides if I'm completely honest mm. and it wasn't until, and I completely forgot, I must've just suppressed this entire memory because when my bestie was here from Perth, he was saying to me, you, the, the best time you've ever been, the best friend to me was when you stood up for yourself. This was back in the day. This was mm. back in the day. And, um, he had blown me off for, um, another like group of friends that I wasn't invited to. And I said to him, and apparently, I actually don't remember this, but apparently I said, no, you just want the best option. Like I just stood up for myself and he said, it actually clicked everything else into place for me. And I can tell you this much, our friendship has never been stronger. From that point onward, we just went from leaps and bounds. And then on the flip side, I have been the person that one of my besties, our friend, has sat me down and said, you're not treating me very well. I feel really excluded. And I had no idea, Jodes. Mm. I had no idea. So I think it's just, it is having those tough conversations and you're asking us how. You honestly just have to rip the Band-Aid off because you're saying, oh, I, I feel a bit awkward. Okay, so what do we do? Do we just keep feeling a bit awkward until 10 years time and you actually feel like dog shit because your friends are walking all over you? Or do we feel a little bit awkward, have the conversation and it's better on the other side? It'll honestly like feel time right now. Yeah. It'll feel like a weight has been lifted. Even if it's just having a girlfriend over, you know, to your house for, or going out for coffee and saying, Hey, I've been meaning to talk to you about something that I've just been feeling really just down about. Um, and just start it from there. They'll say, Oh, really? What's that? And then you can just say, I feel like, you know, on Saturday when xyz happened that made me feel really sad and i wanted to be honest with you about that as you know i just want to check in and let you know and then let them take the floor because if, if they truly value the friendship watch that shit turn around babe when you have the balls to be honest with your friends i promise you, you it actually garners respect yeah yeah because two things will happen gb one of two things will happen you become such, you're, you'll watch your friendships just evolve because suddenly they respect you. And I know it should be, it should naturally happen, but it doesn't. We actually do have to gain respect, especially as we grow older, don't we, Joe? It's like it mm. doesn't come just because you grew up with them in childhood. You have to gain respect in your friendships. So the first thing that we would love to happen for you is that your friends really think, oh, shit. I'm so sorry, Kathy. I had no idea. Like, how can we make this better? And do you want to come for coffee and blah, blah, blah? Or your friendship will fall flat on its ass and it won't move. And that was never a friendship. That was just so one-sided and it was just you watering the plant. So either outcome is actually perfect for you. Exactly. Either way, you're winning. Because when you're being open and honest with these friends, the, one, the friendships that are actually based in something that's real and meaningful they're going to go to a new level. There's going to be a newfound respect there and you're going to see that friendship grow and develop in a way that serves you better. Or as Jules has rightly pointed out, you're going to cut the fat 
okay and you'll find that that friendship just slowly fades away because they're not willing to meet at your level because you've commanded a new level of respect and they can either meet you there or they can keep it pushing baby mm-hmm. amen true move on to our second question so i hope that helps gb we're on to the next okay now this came from one of our gb sorry one of our og gbs and shout that- out I had a feeling I would get made redundant earlier this year, and to my dismay, it's become a reality. The sad thing is, I really loved my job, and especially the people I worked with. We all became close mates and still hang out regularly. I got a decent payout, but as I'm looking for a new role, it's been two months, I just can't seem to land on anything that excites me. Honestly, GBs, I just want my old job back. Could you please offer some advice as to how I can move forward? I am feeling so hopeless. Hmm. Interesting. Because you know what? It's hard because we can't just say go get the same, you know, just try and find your way back into that company because <laughs> being made redundant means that that role no longer exists. Exactly. Unless they, you know, they're pulling some shady shit, which they do. But look, end of, end of day, you've been made redundant. Like uh, the cat is cooked. So she needs to so keep I it would, pushing. Yeah. So I think it, we're actually in a beautiful position here, GB, because you are still in touch with the friends that uh, you said you loved from your old job. And I bet my ass that was probably 90% of the reason why you liked your old job. Mm. I don't, I can't imagine, unless you're working for fucking Google where they feed you three times a day or something, I can't imagine that you can't find the same traits that you liked in your job in another career or in another job. It actually might be more so that your mind shift has to change. I don't know if it's Mm. maybe because you're made redundant. And when you're made redundant, as Jodes and I both have, you do feel a bit like, oh shit, where to now? And I think you might, might, be mistaking it in, and wrapping it up into one about, oh, I miss my old job. You probably just miss stability, mm. seeing the same people every day. And I don't know if your job was around the corner, you might miss those things, but I think your mind's probably tricking you into making this more a bit more dramatic than it actually is. Yeah, because I think the things that she is missing, what she doesn't realise are actually transferable. And she can, she can find those elements again, whether it is new fun co-workers or fulfilling, you know, aspects of the role that she really loved. She could go somewhere else and it's going to throw a whole other, you know, spectrum of, of, of things that she enjoys, whether it is a new environment, cool co-workers, more exciting uh, responsibilities. Like you have to be open-minded, um, especially uh, she didn't say how long she'd been there, but also when we've been at a job for a really long time, we do kind of get stuck. We sort of rest in our laurels a bit, don't we? We sort of get stuck in stuck in the routine. And yeah. um, I think you might really surprise yourself if you just throw yourself really in wholeheartedly, go in with an open mind. And even if it doesn't excite you right off the bat, you just never know. Some I, I just did a contract role for like two months that I really, really enjoyed. Um, and you know, yeah, I wonder if it's kind of work that and routine that she's missing as well. Like maybe you probably, maybe you do have to find another routine. Remember when I was unemployed for those like six months, Jodes, but I'd make sure I would still wake up at the same time and go to Barry's or go for a walk. So I felt like I was doing something. So I wasn't sitting, I wasn't inside the house all day stewing over the job I've just lost and holy shit, where am I going to get money from, etc. 
so perhaps you do have to, you know, just keep a bit busy during this time. But Jodes is right. You do kind of get wrapped up in your little work world and you just assume that that's like everyone's universe. And I hate to break it to you, but you'll find another work wife and you will find more work friends, but you have to be open to other opportunities. Hey, you might, you know, have to jump down a pay bracket by just a smidge or you might have to travel a bit further than you normally would. But those are the sacrifices we sometimes have to make. Exactly. There's pros and there's pros and cons to literally every role. Everyone's got aspects of their job that aren't ideal or they don't like, but you know, that's mm-hmm. what it is, baby. And but we're excited. Being made redundant was the best thing to happen in my life. We are so excited for you. This is an exciting time. It's a clean slate. You said you got to pay out. I'd be fucking on the durries and barley by now. <laughs> Exactly. I'm still living off my last payout doll. It's all positive. All positive, baby. You should be more excited than anything. But thank you for writing in. We're so appreciative. All right, GBs. I think that about wraps us up for this week's fine Friday episode of The Hotline. Keep it hot and sexy in the meantime, GBs. And you already know what it is. We'll be back next Friday for your favourite Good Bit show. We've got brilliant. There's a whole Good Bit show. We're so biased now. Good bitch. I'm good bitch. The hotline is now my favourite child out of the two. Is that so bad to say? No, I think it's because it's our new baby and, you know, no one could hold it against us for having a favourite, okay? It's our newborn. Just let us enjoy it. Mm -hmm. We're in that honeymoon phase with the hotline. (laughs) So keep writing in. You can write to us anonymously. You can write to us however the fuck you find us. We're on IG, we're on TikTok at Good Bitch Pods. Um, yeah, write us sweet nothings at www.goodbpodcast.com. You're always more than welcome to uh, DM either us or either of us, both of us. Good exactly. Bitch, and if you really want to get spicy with it, maybe you've had a couple of coronas, go on the website and leave us a sexy voice message and we can play your voice message on the show. Wouldn't that be exciting, Jules? I would love to do a live call. Yes. If there's anyone that would have the balls to do that. If if anyone has a life dilemma at the moment and they're free next Friday <laughs> in the afternoon, honestly, DM us and you can expect a call from Jodie and I and a special, special guest. Oh, my goodness. Now, if that's not hot... I don't know what is, Jules. So stay tuned, GBs, and we look forward to catching up with you again next Friday. Lots of love. We love you. Oh, I do love the hotline. Holy shit.